For the past decade, our teams have been working incredibly hard to make some big and much needed changes in how we develop leaders while at work. I challenge you to forge your own path in your own leadership evolution. Consider one that makes the lives of people around you and the business better by building more purpose-driven leaders and relationships with your teams. We need to build leaders who truly care about those they see and engage each and every day. We invite you to hear more about our own leadership and cultural journey, and the impactful stories will surely resonate with you and your teams. Welcome back. This is Edgar Cabello with the Lippert Academy Built to Lead podcast. I'm one of the leadership directors here at Lippert, and I'm glad to be with you. And I'm also glad to be with Rose Rowley. Rose is one of my favorite people. And um, we're just going to hang out and talk a little bit about, about leadership today and uh, something that she and I have talked about a lot in days past. So it's been a real privilege to work with you, Rose. Now, Rose is currently the quality lead at Plant 58. It's a very large plant. It's about 1,200 people altogether. A little over. A little over 1,200 people. So she leads a team of 21 people. Yes. And that's kind of a new thing, relatively speaking. We're going to kind of give you the rundown on like what her life has been like ever since she came here. It's kind of a cool story. Actually, it's a, an extremely cool story. So let's kick it off. Rose, welcome. Hi, Edgar. Thank Hi. you for having me. Oh, my God. It's so great to be sitting with you. So, um, Rose, so you've been here eight, going on nine years, right? So September is your ninth anniversary with Lippert. Again, we always talk about the before and after. We talk about the before and after part. So I, I would love to hear your perspective on what our, you know, like right now we have a whole thing, leadership and culture, right? Like it's actually the team that I'm on. But what was leadership and culture like when you first got here? Just give me a little taste of your journey. Yeah. Awesome. Fill us in. So I first started at Plant 45. In Goshen? Yep. I came just as a bender. Okay. And what's a bender? Tell people what a bender is. Uh, a bender, I bent outer frames for doors, bag doors, compartment doors. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the metal part that goes goes around it. So. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Super easy. Okay. I was a bender for some time. Leadership then was not very nice, okay. not very giving, not very graceful. We moved to Plant Fifty Eight. And it kind of started to change a little bit. People noticed a different kind of culture starting to happen. I was promised a group leader position for almost three years and was overlooked every time. Oh. And I didn't understand why. Yeah. Well, Ian Nilsson Mm -hmm. came and I had told him about that. And he said he wanted me to speak with you. Edgar, before he would promote me to a group leader. Let's, talk, let's, hold, let's bookmark that for just a second, okay? We'll come back to that story before you and I kind of actually had a chance to sit down and talk about this. This was several years back now. Yeah. So you kind of outlined a little bit about what leadership was like at that point in time in the company. Had a reputation, pretty tough, rough. Worked all kinds of hours. Lots of hours. If you didn't like it, there was the There's door. the door. Yep. Ten more people behind you. Okay. Who cares? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we can make others just look just like you, right? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. But so, yeah. what was your reputation? I'm curious. The same. Same. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Um, I wasn't a very nice person. Okay. Like my vocabulary was kind of obnoxious, okay. and 
used a lot of foul words all the time. I thought I worked in a factory. Who cares? Yeah. That's what you do, right? Yeah. That's kind the, of the idea. Yeah. Or at least it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Okay. And that's how it was all, you know, I've worked in a factory 20 plus years. Mm. And that's just how it is right. anywhere I've ever worked. Right. And then it started changing. Yeah. So so you're here now. So it starts 45, land 45 in Goshen. The business, because everything is growing at that point in time. So yes. the door business is starting to boom a little bit. Moves over here to Elkhart. You move over with the product. And yep. You're part of that team. You're, you're starting to sense some change. New leader points you in in my direction. You know, and and just for, so people understand, like I'm I'm one of a number of leadership directors here at Lippert, and I I was um, and still am working with the team over at Plant Fifty Eight. So we're spread all out throughout the company, and we serve divisionally. So I serve our core products group, and within which Forty Five and Fifty Eight are are part. So at, at very various ways, I'm engaging with different leaders throughout my portion of the overall company. So my division. So so anyways, just just to give people a, sen a sense of scale. So at that point, I was spending a lot more time here at Fifty Eight because I didn't cover as many plants as I do now. So you and I got an opportunity to. Spend some time together and I think the the reason you were pointed in my direction was what I think that Ian wanted to you to talk to me and see if I was gonna be okay with the culture change to be a, a leader okay with that culture okay so at that point we're we're really putting our core values and our leader qualities out there and we're raising the bar of expectation for how for how we're leading Ian was a young leader that I, I worked with pretty closely and um, which I do, you know, throughout the company. And so we, we had a pretty high level of trust and, and as we work together to sometimes screen leaders like yourself. Yep. So he's saying to me, while he's saying to you, like, hey, go talk to him. He's saying to me, like, hey, get a look at her <laughs> and let's see if, let's see if, if she's she ready can. to step into a leadership role, right? So yep. it's kind of this interplay of conversation around fitness for a leader. Is Rose ready to step into a role of leader? So, so what, do you, tell a little bit more about what that interaction was like back then. I believe that first meeting we had was almost two hours. And then you met with me every single week. But after that initial two hours, you did tell Ian, yeah, go ahead with her. But Edgar, I want, I want everyone listening to this to know, it wasn't until you said to me, Rose, Look at everybody like your own child. Look at everybody with that patience, with that grace, with that understanding, with the unconditional teaching. Don't get frustrated. But I started to change myself, both mm -hmm. personally and professionally. Wow. Wake up moment, huh? Yeah. Because it's I, true. Everybody is. I don't care if you're 75. I don't care if you're 25. You're, you're somebody's baby. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, it, we are. Every We're all somebody's daughter, son, sibling. We all have different learning levels, yeah. learning curves. Right. You know, it may take some longer. They can still do a really good job. It just yeah. takes them longer. But as adults, we get frustrated about that. We get impatient. We're trying to run production and pump it out. Yeah. But learning how to control that and yeah. look at people differently and give them the grace to learn how they learn and the patience for that is actually an amazing thing for a leader to do. You know, and so just hearing your description earlier about how it had been and how it's been in days past, and I think really what we're essentially trying to do is just kind of restore the humanity into business. Yeah. I mean, it's like, these are still people 
And yeah, manufacturing can be, it's hard, right? It's hard work. It's like hard. Our people come and they, they work super hard all day long, every day. All day. And, and then, then still and, go home. And, and, and they're still home. Yeah, they yeah. still got to go home with that, right? Yeah. And face their people. So and nobody wants to get beat up at work and then go home and be yeah. happy for their family. Yeah. How do you do that? Right. We send them home happy. Yeah. That's the best way to do it, right? Yeah. So I, I, I like to say that, you know, when you're the leader, so when you're the le- these 21 people here that are under your care. Yes. You, did you know you're, you're one of the most important people in their life? Just, just by the, by the true, by the, by the, the fact, the truth that you are their leader, you instantly become one of the most important people in their life. And, and so at some point you started to take that really seriously, didn't you? Really seriously. Tell us about the evolution. Like what happened with Rose? What's going on? We have that conversation. I had no idea it was two hours. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love you. And when I see somebody going through something, you're always my first go-to. Uh, Edgar can help. I know he can. And, and and just again, for a sense of understanding, like we have leadership directors like myself throughout this company, and that's what we try to do. Like we, when people ask me to describe what I do, it's three different things. That's an oversimplification, but it'll suffice. So trainer, because we do trainings, you sat in on a lot of trainings, yes. right? Back in the yes. day with me. Um, secondly, we're a coach. That's what you and I yeah. were doing, that one-on-one engagement. Yep. But we're also a trusted advisor so that when people are really going through it, like we're, we're there to listen and oftentimes just to point people in the right direction in terms of like, what's the next conversation or what's the next move that you're supposed to make or, you know, some, something along those lines. So, so that's the kind of relationships we build and that's the kind of relationship you and I were building. So that yeah. idea of, I was all of those things, you know, in some way, shape or form. So it's unique to our culture. What were you taking away from those engagements? I was taking away that if, if I wanted to be a better person, if I wanted people to be okay with coming to me, be okay with what I was trying to lead, be okay with what I was trying to coach. I needed to also do that. Yeah. To lead by example. And for me, that was reading. I'm constantly reading. Okay. My team reads. Yeah. They're constantly reading because really? you grow with reading. I would say readers are leaders. Yeah. I, I got it. Before we move in, we're going to come back to the books because I think that's a really cool thing. Like, I, I love that. You've take responsible. You've taken responsibility for self development. It's the yes. foundation of all leadership. Is what how you grow yourself. But we're going to come back to that in a second. I'm I'm just going to speak to the before and after Rose from my vantage point. All right. So, I, I, Rose's reputation was not great when I first met her, and I mean I, I remember hearing some of the summaries of like how you carried on. It's just like yeah, she's rough. Okay. <laughs> Or like she'll dress somebody down like right on the floor in front of others. And like, she's very short tempered and that does, are those all fair? Okay. So, so that's kind of like the, that was the Genesis, but let me, let me just tell you what I'm looking at today. Right now I'm looking at the quality lead for a very large plant who's really completely changed the way that she's probably living life, let alone just leading, right? Single mom. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, the, the challenge there. But I mean, Rose, I, I couldn't speak any more highly of the transformation that's happened in, in your life. I, when she walked in today for this recording, I, I just started 
talking to her about presence. And I was like, you just bring something different into the room. You've truly developed and grown as a person. And, and I said, have you been trying to do that? And you said, absolutely. And how, how have you been working that plan? I have been working it. I'm, I, I get involved. Lipper ladies, like before the before Rose, like yeah. I wouldn't want to get involved in that. I yeah. don't have time for that. I don't have time for this, but everything worth fighting for, mm. you make the time. Okay. So to make yourself better, you get involved in those things. You volunteer. Okay. You volunteer with your kids. You volunteer with your teams. Everything you do should have meaning. It yeah. should have meaning in one way or another. Right. This episode of Lippert Built to Lead podcast is brought to you by the Lippert Academy for Leadership, the team committed to enhancing your organization's leadership and cultural goals with strategic leadership development programs, on-site training, executive coaching, speaking engagement, and customized solutions. Find out how to get your organization involved at www.lci1.com backslash academy or send us a message at academy at lci1.com. That's academy at lci the number one.com. You've also chosen to take a growth path that includes becoming a quite voracious reader. So yes. let's talk about that for a minute. I like to read. <laughs> they're they're all leadership books. We have a quite a, a huge library. Junkie, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And the team that I'm with, they're also reading and yeah. learning and growing and thankful that that was brought to the table for them. Yeah. I love it. I mean, because you're taking responsibility for your own development, like like I said just a moment ago. So uh, I, do, a, do a free commercial for your favorite book. Seven Styles of Leadership. <laughs> the Seven Styles of Leadership. What did you learn from from that book? What, what was invested in you at that point? I am a servant leader ah, by far. One of the seven styles of servant leadership. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's unconscious leaders. There's there's all different kinds of leaders. Sure. Yeah. By far my favorite is yeah. servant leader. Okay. Okay. Because um, you're just wired like that, right? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to you. Yeah. By far, I am so happy that this culture is still growing. Like yeah. everyone thought, oh, this is just gonna fade away. This mm. is just a phase. Mm-hmm. That it, it is not. It is growing. Yeah. It is getting larger. Like that is what I interview with. Yeah. How is your positive attitude? Do you like to volunteer? Oh. Like these are things that we want to present before yeah. you even come here. Yeah. This yeah. is our culture. We're, we're hiring to our culture. We're hiring within the context of our value system and the yes. qualities that we're looking for in the people that we, we believe everybody has the potential to become, Absolutely. To become a leader. Not everybody's supposed to, not everybody's going to, but like we, we like to start with that presupposition that you might be a leader of 21 people at some point in time, right? Yeah. And just because you don't have that in your title doesn't mean you're still not a leader. That's exactly right. It's it's very interesting to me when I think now, and I've been so immersed in it for so long that I, I don't know, I'd like to think I don't take it for granted, but I think sometimes some of the little nuance of the way that people engage, the way that they treat one another, the way that they talk to each other. I, I would say we've, we're starting to see a, a groundswell of a leadership culture where that's expected. Yes. And so like we lead a certain way around here. So we don't see like the, honestly, I don't see the kind of leadership that you described eight years ago. No. 
No, not at all. Not at all. So tell me, why is that so? Uh, I think that people just came to work, yeah. right? It was just a paycheck. Yeah. Nobody, who thinks that this kind of thing is going to be at their work? Right. Honestly. But, I, well, and go back to your, when we first met, you know, to sit down for two hours on the job is almost unthinkable in some oh, yeah. settings, right? Like that would never be allowed. Yes. Um, and, and yet I, I say Lippert's a permission granting company. We do what it takes. Let's help our leaders come up to speed. Honestly, if all it took us was two hours to help at least point you in the right direction, I would say at this point, looking at where you're at in your career now, it was it was two hours well spent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you knew my reputation and you still gave the go ahead because you've seen I that love your turnaround story. Grow. I mean you literally turned the corner and and did something entirely different from the way that you thought you were supposed to do it. Yes. Yeah. The way I always had done it. All the way, okay. For years. Right, 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 right. Rose, as you started to kind of embrace that, I mean, what was it like in the early going? What was going through your head? Is just like, I mean, this is working or, oh my gosh, like what What were some of the it early hard. revelations? Yeah, talk about the hard. It was how difficult. hard, okay. Edgar. It was hard. Like I said, the, the hardest thing that I overcame from that part was the language, the foul language, okay. because it was just, you know, it was just there. Yeah. It just flowed out. Spilled out. <laughs> it, you're in a factory. Yeah. Who cares? Right. But you don't want to show up every day for yeah. where you are. You right. want to show up every day for where you want to go. Yes. Good thought. Yeah. It goes back to the, the idea of presence. You know, I, I, I hear some people sometimes, they, they kind of dig their heels in. They're like, oh, you know. It's just how I am. I'm old school or I'm whatever. And, and I was like, hey, this is a bad excuse for yeah. behaving badly, yep. you know? And and so like to show up in a better, new, improved version of yourself, I don't think that's being inauthentic. No. That's not, that's being, not being true to yourself. It's actually probably taking care of yourself for the, for the good, right? Yeah. <laughs> for everything. For health, for the people around you. What, what are you hopeful about right now? So you've seen the transformation. You've experienced it for yourself. What What do you see ahead? Like when you think about the future, your future, when you think about the future of what's happening here, you said you see it growing. Like describe that. What is? What do we look like a year and two and five years up the road? I think as this plant, 58 Lipper, I think we're moving in a really good direction. I think the culture is stronger than ever. I think a lot of people are asking about it that had not ever asked about it. I think that a lot of people are asking for opportunities on the floor that would have never thought that they could get that. And that's because of the culture that is here. There's an open door policy. There's, it, it doesn't matter what's going on. We will make something happen. I see a, a huge bright future here because yeah. we're growing faster than we can house it. And I think more and more people are coming because they're hearing it. Yeah, It, it took a long time for Lippert or, or Kinro um, to build the reputation of they didn't care how many hours you were working. They didn't care if you liked it. They didn't care if you didn't have daycare to... Now they do. Yeah. And people are hearing that. And it took a long time for people. What has this been going on for like 10 years? Yeah. I think people are just now 
finding that out and realizing it and wanting to come. It is a long game, isn't it? You know, and, and so you, you spoke to one of the early difficulties for you just in terms of like just some basic behavioral stuff, like dialing back the foul language. What, yeah. what were some of the other difficulties in your whole evolutionary process to becoming the rose that we know now, the happy rose <laughs> who you're still leading and you still make tough calls, right? Yeah. But but you just do it a lot differently than you did before. What were some of the other tough things that you that were it kind of in your in your head and uh, through the whole transformative process for you, what were the difficulties? I had to start learning the people okay. and learning. You know, I've always been a blunt person. I just looked at it as being real. Yep. You know, transparent, honest. Yeah. But you can't always be like that with every person. Yeah. You have to know who you're talking to and how transparent and what you can say. You don't want to belittle anyone or talk down to anyone. And sometimes just being honest, people can feel that way. Right. You're not meaning it that way, but sometimes it's not what you say. Yeah. It's how you say it. So you said something about transparency, like before we started recording. And, you know, your take I thought was kind of interesting. You said transparency is what? Well, I thought transparency was you always had to give 100% of the truth, 100% of all information detailing around that situation. And if you didn't do that, you were omitting and lying. Okay. And I don't believe that well, any well, longer. Yeah. So what changed that? Um, Reading yeah. a lot of the books, like being transparent, being honest, mm. doesn't mean you have to give a hundred percent of the information. It doesn't mean you are omitting. It it doesn't mean that you're lying. So, in my mind, I stopped looking at it yeah. like I was lying, and I was I was acting as this person needed me to. Yeah, and you know, right. um, and each person that's different with it's true. And, and I think that's what sometimes I think we we don't understand what somebody can actually handle right now. Yeah, you know. So sometimes people couch that. Well, I'm just being real, right? And like it's like, or you're just being a real jerk. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> and so, but but the person on the receiving end of it, because when you're the leader, your voice carries a lot more weight now. Mm. So. Now with 21 people, that's a that's a big team you got. Yeah. So what's it like for you these days? What are the things that that you ruminate on that you think about? What are you trying to do with a team of 21? You're the quality lead at a large at a large plant that's pumping out a lot of product. Like what do you hope to do as the leader of a group like that? I hope to grow the entire team that I'm with into leaders and they are every one of them i treat them like leaders my partner treats them like leaders they are leaders yeah they're going out and they're doing it with their departments i really pay attention in our one-on-ones okay so i can give them what they need and they don't have to ask me right i give them permission to do things like i don't want them to come i'm not micromanaging mm -hmm. i'm trusting them sure i'm get i'm giving a lot to them yeah. Which in turn is blossoming. Right on. What, so talk a little bit about the one-on-ones. I know you guys, I mean, it's part of our expectation for all of our leaders to yeah. to have one-on-one -on -one conversations, interactions with, with their teams. What what are your one-on-ones -on -one, one, one -on like? Almost always, I want it to be personal. Okay. If you want to talk about work at the end, that's fine. We can talk sure. about work too. Some of your needs or tools needed. But mostly I want to, I want to know you. I yeah. want to learn what makes you happy, learn what makes you sad, what's going on at home. And 
it's all personal. Yeah. And I do. I, I learned. I'm listening to them. I learned one of my teammates is scared to do this. So what did I do? I put her right there. <laughs> and she thanked me for it. Wow. Because she's not going to push herself. Right. But I knew and I listened that she was scared to do it. Yeah. So when I approached her about it, she looked at me. Really? I'm like, what do you think? Yeah. I still, you know, I... I made it like a, like an option. Right. Yeah. And she jumped. It's a coaching moment, right? Yes. So w- what about those times? So that's great. I love it because you're recognizing, again, you're recognizing their humanity and you're paying attention to them as a, as a person. What about when it comes to performance though? What, what if you have a team member or one of your leads or what have you that's they're struggling, performance isn't good. What do you do under those circumstances? So we have, we've started some new things maybe in the last six months with our LSWs and our LAPs and, and LSW is the leadership standard work, leader standard work. Okay. And then our LAPs are leadership action plans, leader action plans, leadership action plans. Right. So those are two things that we use throughout the company. Not, not all of them are everywhere, but it's growing for They're sure. Getting there. Yeah, we're getting yep. there. Yeah. I actually spoke about that at a quarterly report out with Chris Merritt. Excellent. Okay. I love them. Yeah. I absolutely love them. And why is that? So talk about the benefit of LSW and LAP. LSW, it lays your day out daily. Your daily task, Mm. your weekly task, your monthly task, your quarterly task, who you're mentoring. So you always have somebody on that mentor sheet. And then just, you know, stuff that pops up on the day to put on the side of it. But it also allows you, if something pops up, you can rearrange this or yeah. every, you know, you have it all there. So. But you're crystal clear on what your job is, right? Yes. So when somebody asks me what my job is, just show me your LSW. That's yep. pretty much, that accounts for just about everything you're going to do. Now, things pop up, urgent yep. things happen. And I always say like LSW is, that's like that, that being a homing pigeon. That's what you come home to. <laughs> yeah. So when you're done fighting fires, come back to your LSW yep. and that's going to help get you back on track. Yep. Yeah. And help you not to forget things. Exactly. It's so easy to forget things right. through the day. Yeah. Great point. Great point. And then the then the LAP, the leader action plan. Yep. That should coincide with your leadership standard work. Okay. So we we are having a, every member on the team has LAP and an LSW, and we're helping them line that out, plot that out, both professionally and personally. Okay. And we had a couple people that did not. Yep. want to do that. Okay. But we coached them into it. Okay. And we coached them into it by asking them, like, what are the things that are keeping you from doing this? Like, what what is wrong with doing this? Instead of demanding. Yeah. Never demand. Right. We're adults. Okay. Yep. That's really good. So you're getting to the performance piece. You're just doing it differently than before. Yes. You've got some reliable tools yes. that kind of help you that point you in that direction. Yep. And it's about growth and development. Yep. And, and I, I it's kind of hard. It's, it's kind of hard to be mad at that, I guess. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. We were shooting Lippert Ladies and Nicole said, I have an LSW at home. Yeah. I do it for dinner. I do it for my kids' chores. <laughs> I mean, we oh, all no do it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah we LS- all do it. Just sometimes we don't look at it in that manner, but yeah, if you right. think about it, yeah. 
Days are mapped out. I'm a list out. maker. Yeah, I got yeah, something akin to an LSW yeah. for sure. So yeah. that's fantastic. Rose, it's just been so fun to watch your growth and to see where you're at right now. I know you're having some new conversations about what your future could look like. So I'm very, yes. very excited for you. I don't know. I guess if if you were just going to leave just some final thoughts, like what, what would you say? Just I'm just curious. Open field. Say whatever's just final on your mind. Thoughts. I would just like to challenge everyone, like a person, not even necessarily a leader, but a person. You can grow every day. Yeah. Don't limit yourself. Read, practice, mm-hmm. do all sorts of things. Just yeah. don't stop. Yeah. Don't don't say I don't have time. Right. Don't say it's boring yeah. or what am I gonna get out of it? Yeah. And, and, and the reason is because you can actually be somebody entirely different than what you, the person you thought you could be. And I'm going to finish with this. And I, I really appreciate you taking time to be with me today. But Rose's, a couple cool things have happened to her along the way that I've been able to be a close witness to. And some of it's family related and we won't get into all the details. But I, I remember the day you came and told me that you closed on your house. Oh, and yes. you had bought your house. And it was just such a big moment for you. And I, I just, it was almost like that was... It wasn't the thing. It was almost like an indicator of how you were changing. It's like good things start to come in the wake of of transformation. That's what I've seen happen with you. And I'm just really proud of you and so grateful for you and the way that you influence people and the way that you represent what we're trying to build here at Lippert. So thank you very much. Thank you. It's been good hanging out with you. Yes. Yeah. And this has been fun. Uh, for anybody who's interested in knowing a little bit more about our cultural journey here at Lippert, one of the things that we do through the Academy is to come alongside other businesses that really want to get on this path of of leadership and culture. And so we have resources, we have people who can help you take your first steps as you attempt to do what we did about 10 years ago, and that is change our story. And we're living a different story than we did then. And we're so excited and proud of it. And also very aware that like there are still chapters to write and and there's still growth to happen to Rose's point. And we would love for you to be able to 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 join us in that in that endeavor because our people are way too important for us to just stay the same. Let's continue to grow together. If we can come alongside you in any way, please reach out to us at academy at lci1.com. That's academy at lci1.com. Again, I'm Edgar Cabello, one of the leadership directors here at Lippert with my friend Rose Raleigh, the, the quality lead here at Plant 58. And Rose, thanks again for being with me. Thank you, Edgar. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us and know that together we can use the 40 or 50 hours a week we have to influence and impact others and truly make business a force for good in this world. If you don't mind, do me a favor and leave your comments for us and share this episode with a few people. The world needs this message. Thanks again for joining us. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the view or mission of Lippert Components Incorporated.